Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this Chargers podcast. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez, joined by number 41 on the field and number one in your heart, Chargers fullback Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo, how are we doing today, my man? What's happening, Fernando? I am absolutely great, just out and about, making it happen, and down in the Central Valley, working, making it happen, trying to keep my ears and eyes to the grind and find out what's happening in free agency. I could not wait to jump on the show, to come to you, and talk about these three phases. The first phase, you know, you see how the NFL is a frenzy the first week or so, and now it's getting ready to, you know, kind of, it seems like it's a little quiet. You know, I want to talk about what's this second phase going to be for the Chargers. The Chargers addressed some of the offensive line, went out and bought the most expensive offensive center in the game and went out and got it, you know, uh, built on the offensive line, went out and got a guard. What's next? What's this next phase of players you think the Chargers are going to be going after? Well, Lorenzo, they, they have a very good team. I mean, a good, a good basis, but now it's about building up on that. What concerns me a little bit about them is the depth around the team. And I, you remember, Lorenzo, in your 06 team, you guys had depth at almost every position, in my opinion. And now it's kind of like you're looking around the team and there are like they're top heavy in a sense. And now it's about getting better players and uh, building a good team around you. So. I'm I'm starting to look around. I'm kind of like, okay, they're they're a little quiet right now. Um, my question is, what are they going to do to keep on building? I mean, they they now have signed um, three offensive linemen in this offseason. They signed a tight end in Jared Cook. So now, from what it seems like, the Chargers have their whole offensive line built, and now they need their left tackle. So it, it's it, they need a left tackle, but I think they're really going to address this in the draft. I don't see any free agents that I think the Chargers can go after. So um, now it's about looking towards the draft when it comes to that position. You're still very vulnerable at corner. I know the Chargers tried to make a little bit of a run this last weekend uh, at Kyle Fuller, but Denver, it's funny, Lorenzo, Den, uh, he gets released from, from the Chicago Bears, right? In about an hour, uh, Tom Pelissero from NFL Network reports, oh, the Denver Broncos have signed uh, Kyle Fuller. I'm like, wow. That didn't take long. It's that's how quickly things happen in the NFL. And right. I mean, if you want to talk about quickly, these bets, man, these bets are they're coming in hot, Lorenzo, for March Madness. They're coming in <laughs> hot. So uh, honestly, Bet Online is the place to go right now, Lorenzo. If you want to make a bet on March Madness, man, we're an upset city over here, Lorenzo. Indianapolis upset is upset city. city. You got so many man. Oh who my is, God! Who Ohio Oral, State goes down. Who, I'm like, who's oh Oral my Roberts? God! Watching. Who is Oral right, Roberts? Right. <laughs> so I mean, I'll take Oral Roberts for fifty. Right. <laughs> there you go. So uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness, like we said, is upon us. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best place to place your odds, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Lorenzo, you can't beat 50%. 
Oh, you sure can, Fernando. And I tell you right now, Bet Online, they got you covered. You look at March Madness, it's upon us, and it is in full swing. So many upsets, so many underdogs have been covering, watching these, you know, these teams. You see Santa Barbara lost the game, but they covered it was eight. I've been all over the board, man. Bet Online, man, it makes it simple. It's a simple app. Download the app, go to Bet Online. AG, Man, grab I, it, I, boom. I've tried it. I've tried to do other websites, and it's so confusing. You don't know where to go, and it's like, right. why am I? Why am I going to suffer through this? Bet online makes everything easier. So simple, man. Fernando, absolutely, absolutely it's, it, simple. It's like they say, keep it simple, stupid. There you go. That's all I need. Abs- I just need to. Right, keep, right. I just need to keep it simple. Well, how? Well, keeping it, keeping it simple. How simple are the Chargers keeping it? You're talking about. Going only offensive linemen, you yeah. know, grabbing three offensive linemen and a tight end. That's just, hey, look, that's the, they call those the, the, the trenches, the meat hooks. So when you're looking at this team, was that, was that a given? Was that simple enough for you? Would it would have been too splashy to go for a lockdown corner? Would it have been too, would have been too much of a, a reach to go for, you know, a, another receiver or a, or a uh, you know, a, a transitional pass rusher, another type of that type of guy? What yeah. what say you? What, uh, was this a simple, automatic for the Chargers the way they started this free agency? Well, I'm, I, they they addressed the number one need that I had going into free agency, which was offensive line. They were terrible at that spot last year, and I mean, people can say whatever they want, but they were the straight up. They were one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. Tom Telesco told us when Anthony Lynn was fired, "Hey, we need to fix this." So they went out and they fixed it. But now you're looking at some other spots and you're kind of wondering like, hey, like you're like cornerback is a, is kind of an issue. Then you have the safety position. In my opinion, Lorenzo, I think next year Derwin James is going to be a positionless player. I hope he is 100% healthy because we, we need to see number 33 back on that field. Man, I'm telling you, Lorenzo, last year during training camp, I got I had the privilege of watching Derwin James against Keenan Allen and boy will I tell you those that that was a matchup that's that was a matchup uh in of, of itself it was it was uh it was more killer than Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder was it's honestly one wow. of those heavyweight matchups. Wow. It's, one of the, it's one of those heavyweight matchups that you love to see Keenan shiftiness against Derwin's just big body so I think the Chargers need to go out and get two safeties because I, I, I'm telling you, I think Derwin's going to be a positionless player, and the Chargers are going to need uh, safeties back there. I know they have Nazir Adderley, but he has not lived up to the bill of a second-round draft pick. So I feel like he's still trying to find his footing. I know the Chargers are going to put him in the best position, or Brandon Saley is going to put him in the best position to succeed. But I, I, I have my doubts uh, of about if he can if he can take over that spot. Then you look at pass rusher. Um, it was reported over the weekend that Melvin Ingram was going to go visit with the Kansas City Chiefs. So it, it's incredible, Lorenzo, how stacked Kansas City is. And they're still like they were in the hunt for Trent Williams. They were in the hunt for Juju Smith-Schuster. They're in the hunt. They're going out and getting playmakers, Lorenzo, because they know that their window for Super Bowl, it's still open, but they need more pieces. And it feels like Kansas City's a lot more active in a sense than kind of the Chargers are, who the Chargers haven't made the playoffs and a couple of years so it really is interesting to see how hungry kansas city is to get more players and the charger a little bit easing off a little bit kind of waiting to see what they can get but there's a lot of position and like you said a, a receiver they still need a, a third uh in my opinion a third receiver because they need more speed they don't have that speed that kansas city does 
that now the, it looks like the Jets could have speed with uh, Corey Davis. Now you see some of these teams, uh, Washington with Curtis Samuel, you see some of these teams adding speed. The Chargers need to add speed on this offense. So there's a lot of glaring needs, and I, I, I'm really interested to see in this second tier what the Chargers are going to be able to do because uh, you've, you've, you've been on playoff teams, Lorenzo, and you know how impactful it is, one, to have depth, and two, to have playmakers around your whole team. Oh, without a, without a doubt. And I, I think it's interesting. I think the best thing going back, uh, you know, a step or two from when you were talking earlier, you talk about Kansas City staying active and things they're doing. It's kind of shocking you to seeing how, how aggressive they are, even though they're a good team. The best thing could happen to Kansas City, I think, is losing the Super Bowl. It got to show that, hey, look how far they are defensively. It got to show that, hey, if my homes is not on, if my homes don't have time, if my homes can't carry you, you still your team is not that good. You don't get turnovers. You don't create opportunity. If Mahomes isn't carrying the team, he had a multitude of problems. And so I think that's why you see it. Uh, Kansas City said, uh, you know what? We want this guy to last because he ran for, what, 400, 500 yards. Mahomes uh, in the Super Bowl running for his yeah. life. That's They said that's how many yards he ran for, 500 yards, just running around for his life. Goes to show you, it's like, look, if this guy can't, if, if you we're at, we can't, ask him to do this because there's a guy right now that you're talking you talked about last week and you and I talked about and we talk about is he unhappy is he going to is, is it going to be salvageable is and that's you know none other than Russell Wilson Russell Wilson is tired of being that guy being Houdini who's carrying the team and making all these plays so he's like no you got to give me some weapons you got to protect me or you know I want out Look at how quick those yeah. things happen. And I think Kansas City saw that with Mahomes and said, we got to do something. And uh, it's interesting, man, because it's just a lot of things, Fernando, little things that you and I would talk about. Like, for instance, you're talking about Tom Brady. What has he done that makes him unique? Restructuring his deal. And what is now Mahomes saying, I, if, if Big Brother does it, I can do the same thing. I'm going to do what he's doing because I know Tom Brady understands what it's like to win. And look at now when you see Kansas City, Mahomes already first year into his new deal, restructured his contract in order why to give the team room to the salary to bring in other players. And you know what's interesting, Lorenzo, is I feel like uh, in a sense, and I mean, I, this isn't a negative or anything, but I feel like Patrick Mahomes was kind of brought back down in Kansas City as a whole. The team was brought down to brought, brought back down to planet Earth. They were on a high, Lorenzo. Yeah. They really had yes. won all these games. Even when they beat, they lost to, to uh, Las Vegas this year, it felt kind of like not a fluke win, but it felt like uh, maybe Kansas City just had an off day. So any of their losses this year, it felt like uh, they, weren't, um, they weren't losses. They were just, oh, Kansas City maybe wasn't feeling it. They struggled in some games to kind of get in there. I mean, I remember they faced Atlanta this year, and they only won by a field goal. I mean, Young Way Koo came in and tried to kick a field goal, and he missed. And that potentially could have given um, given them the time they would have gone into overtime with Atlanta. And Atlanta wasn't that good this year, but it just it, it feels like they were kind of skating at one point. They turned it back on in the playoffs. Well, they almost lost to Cleveland, but hey, they they were able to muscle that one in. And then the next week, they were able to blow out uh, Buffalo. So definitely, I, I think Kansas City kind of snapped back into reality, and they're like, okay, we need to go out and get guys. That's why they got Joe Tooney, the left guard from the from the New England Patriots. That's why they were Patriots, in the Trent. Yeah. yeah, that's why they were in the Trent Williams discussion, the left tackle from from the uh, San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, 
yeah, he was, they were in all these Juju Smith-Schuster. They're in all these uh, discussions trying to get these players because they know they're not perfect. They're vulnerable and they need players. So that's, that's honestly, I, I, I tip my hat off to them. I honestly have also tipped my hat a little bit off to Denver. Denver now went from maybe an older kind of, they had Kareem Jackson at corner and they had, um, and they had, what's his name? Um, oh God, his name just escaped me. Oh, AJ Boye. They had AJ Boye. Okay, yeah. They, re- they yeah. released both of them and they go out and they get Ronald Darby from Washington and they get uh, Kyle Fuller. Man, that Denver Broncos, like analyzing the AFC West, the Chargers are going to have their hands full with that, uh, with that, um, with that secondary. Justin Simmons just signed a new deal. They got Darby. They got Fuller. Man, that defense is something else, Lorenzo. It, it feels like for the last ten years, Denver has had a very good defense on that. Has put out a very good defense on that field, and it feels like just they just keep on reloading, 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 and. Honestly, I tip my hat off to John Elway and the job that they're doing in Denver. Uh, the only pro- their only problem has been the quarterback position. They just have not been able to hit the nail on the head. But but Denver really has impressed me this offseason. Yeah, Nick Fangio, I like that guy as a head coach. Oh, yeah. I know he's my coach down there in New Orleans. I think Fangio's done a great job. Elway's out, right? Elway's on his way out. As a Elway, going to step down from the GM. Elway got promoted as a president. His- yeah, he got promoted. Oh. They called it a promotion, but he's now in behind the scenes a little bit. Um, but I mean, he must have still a little bit of a hand in this. He, I, yeah, he, he he does. But I I just think that you know this is a team now that you look at what uh, what Fangio is going to do. He's going to say, look, I need to win with my defense. I'm a uh, we're gonna we're gonna get this defense humming. And when he gets that defense humming, I'm telling you, they're going to be able to play some good football. So I, I I I like the moves that Denver's making. I like what Kansas City's doing. You know, I think the, I think the Chargers are making some moves, subtle yeah. moves, uh, moves that are just making them just more of a foundational move. So you got to get yeah. that foundation, and and that offensive line is has got to be the foundation piece. And they knew that uh, going into free agency, and that's why they address it. Now it's going to see okay. Now the second tier players, what how how aggressive are you going to be to bring in some guys? Because I know you're talking about um, you know if, 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 what they're going to do is probably go get a tackle and you know in in the draft, but is is there a guy you think that's going to be ready to play and step in and say step in and play at that at that position right away? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so well, let me go back to the Broncos. Uh, credit to their new GM George Patton. That's why I was thinking of not John Elway. George Patton. Uh, he's doing a good job. But yeah, no transitioning back to the Chargers. I just had to get that out there because I know that I had I didn't want to mess up his name. Um, there is no, uh, Northwestern's Rashawn Slater. The kid Lorenzo had a great pro day. He he clocked in under four uh, or under five minutes or five seconds for his forty. So wow. he's athletic. He's big. Uh, he was one of those guys that um, he's one of those guys that stepped away from football last year due to COVID. So he didn't play last season, but he has a lot of tape to go after. Rashad Rashawn Slater is one of those guys that really could step in there for the Chargers, and he could be the left tackle for years to come. Uh, Another player that uh, comes into my mind is Panay Sewell. He's from Oregon. He knows Justin Herbert. So he knows exactly who Justin Herbert is and everything, and, and, and they've been together. It's funny because uh, Panay Sewell, um, before the Rose Bowl, they asked him about blocking, blocking for uh, being a left tackle and what that means. He's like, Justin Herbert is my brother. I'm not going to let anybody go and get, get to him. So him and Justin already have a relationship 
Justin spoke about him uh, when we talked to him at the end of the season. And he said, man, Panay is talented. I think he's going to be a top – he should be a top uh, – he said he should be a top three pick. And uh, and I think he's going to be um, one of the best left tackles in the game. The thing is, right now, it seems like it might be a quarterback-driven – quarterback and receiver kind of driven top um, top ten selections. So maybe maybe he drops down to about ten. One of them drops down to about ten, maybe eleven. The Chargers pick at thirteen. If one of them's on the board, the Chargers might have to trade up with the Dallas Cowboys and snatch one of them up because literally, if you can get Panesa Wool or if you can get Rashawn Slater to be your left tackle for the next fifteen years, um, Justin Herbert's going to be in great hands because of how athletic both of them are and because of the kind of linemen that they are. But, I mean, Lorenzo, you know exactly how important a left tackle is. You played with Marcus McNeil. You played with a lot of numerous left tackles. Can you just talk about, for maybe some of the fans who who don't know how important, because offensive lines, unless an offensive line is terrible or it's very good, you really don't hear much about them. But can you explain a little bit about how important that left tackle position is? No question. I was, in my days in New Orleans, I had a pretty good one named Willie Rope. I think you've heard of him. And then he went on to play with Kansas City. Uh, just an amazing left tackle could dance with the best of them. When you're playing left tackle, you want to make sure that that guy is able to be able to run blocker, but also in the past, because you know that you're going to have to drop back and your quarterback, you want to make sure that left tackles protect. Most of these quarterbacks are right-handed. So that's their blind side. That's why those guys get paid that big money. You want to make sure a guy's fearless. You want to make sure a guy's got enough weight and more smoke, enough lead in the behind for him to sit down. Because you know what? You want to make sure that that's that position that you can't miss on. Left tackle, you can, you know, you can sometimes miss on a right tackle and you can bring the tight end over to that side and you guys can double team. You can slide protection. But when you got a left tackle, your left tackle is supposed to be left on the island. It's supposed to be the one-on-one. If you got an extra lineman, you better slide your tackle, slide uh, to not usually slide left. You pose a slide the opposite way. So that's supposed to be your one position, especially when it comes to offense that you have solidified that that person, that individual can hold it down, that you don't have to make sure that he needs help with uh, other blockers and you don't have to keep the running back in the backfield. If you're going to keep him in the backfield, if you're going to keep the tight end, it's not to usually help your left tackle. So without a doubt, uh, Fernando, you've got to make sure you don't miss on that. 100% Lorenzo. And right now, you know what? I'm going to call a little bit of a timeout because here's something you might not know about me, Lorenzo, but I'm going to dominate in 2021. As soon as 2020 ended, I took a good look in the rearview mirror and I said, F you, 2020. Uh, 2021 yes. is the year for me is all about self-care, love, which means I'm focusing on being happy, being relaxed. Mental clarity is the, is the first step to my better life, which is why I've been taking down uh, Sunday Scary C- CBD gummy bears like candy. When my mind starts racing or I need to decompress, I simply pop two gummies in 20 minutes, I have max relax mode. That's what we all need, Lorenzo. We need max relax mode. And that's what I'm all about. So Lorenzo, if you need some of these, I got you out of 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code believe, B-L-E-A-V, for your discount. That's the promo code believe for a 25% off sundayscaries.com. They're effing amazing and you won't want you won't uh, and you won't regret in uh, joining their squad. That that's freaking awesome. I, I tell you what, you know, you know, I, I look at you know CBD, and it's been so taboo when you think about THC and CBD, and yeah. and for so long, Fernando, 
those things have been taboo and oh, what's wrong? And, and people don't understand CBD, you know, it that doesn't have THC. So you don't have that cycle, you know, yeah. that cycle part of it where you're, you're, you know, you hallucinate and do different things. So it just has, so that it doesn't have the THC. So CBD, there's kids that are taking it. CBD is, is, is known that it's helped, helped with inflammation. It's helped with anxiety. Um, these now people understand the importance of, of, of how people are using uh, you know, miracle marijuana, uh, medical yep. marijuana, as well as CBD and, and, and THC for benefits, health benefits. Um, you look at uh, you look at a lot of these things, and I think it's great that everyone's starting to become more educated about yes, this. Sir. So, yeah, I'd love to try out some of those gummies. So, yes, absolutely. Send them my way, baby. <laughs> I got you, Lorenzo. Only because you're my boy. I can appreciate that. No, no problem. I can appreciate that. But no, I, <laughs> so, I. Uh, so going going back to NFL free agency, Lorenzo, has there been a team that has jumped out? And I know, I mean, right now we're all going to fall in love with certain teams because of the splashy moves and all this stuff. What have you fallen? Have you fallen in love? Has there been a team that you're like, wow, what these guys are doing is legit? Is there a team like that that has kind of struck you uh, at the beginning of this free agency? No, because I, I think the free agency now with the salary cap and so many things, especially this year, there's nothing no one can do to just make, they can make a splash, but it's nearly nothing you could do to just make it total domination. Now, I will admit, man, what, what, uh, what, what Arizona did making, you know, yeah. going after, you're talking about a big name guy, a guy that's a splash. Uh, that was, that was a, that was a nice move getting JJ Watt and a, a player that we know that, you know, is he in his prime? No. But can J.J. Watt create habit? Can J.J. Watt do things that it's like unprecedented when he's turned loose and J.J. Watt? No question. So if you use him right, I'm going to be – I'm interested to see how this team is going to perform um, um, uh, this season. So I think that that team has made some moves that I like. Lorenzo, and you said it wrong. It's J.J. Watt. <laughs> yeah, I know. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. So I, I, if you're if you're if you're passing out grades, where, where are you where are you going? You know what I I like what Arizona's done. You know why AJ Green also AJ Green's a guy the receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals who's kind of been left love AJ for, Green. He was one of these guys that was a top five receiver just a couple of years ago, and he's dealt with some injuries. It hasn't been the best situation in Cincinnati just because they haven't really spent a lot of money. They haven't gotten them a lot of help. So I, I'm with you on Arizona. I think Arizona's done very good. Uh, the New York Giants is a team that I'm looking at right now, and I'm kind of wondering, could this team be the team that overthrows the Cowboys, the Eagles, and Washington, and they put in work? The, uh, Dave Gettleman, the GM, is doing a great job. He got Ken, They got Kenny Galladay over the weekend, and now you start looking at their roster. You see they, they're getting Saquon Barkley back. They're getting some of their weapons back. And you look around, and the Giants have a pretty good defense. They have a very good offense. Now it all rests, Lorenzo, on the most important position in football, on the quarterback position. Can Danny Dimes, uh, Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Can he put it together and finally take a step in the right direction? And I've noticed, and I mean, I'm one of those guys that I look around to see what what fans are thinking. Half of the Giants fans that I see that I've seen are not happy with Daniel Jones. The other half are ecstatic and feels like Kenny Galladay could be the thing that finally takes them over. 
So I, I'm going to look at the Giants next year, Lorenzo. And like I said, they got a really good – I remember this guy, and some people have probably forgotten the name, but they know who I'm talking about, Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers wow. coming out of, out of college was a very good player. He went to – he got drafted by Cleveland. Some people were like, eh, iffy about him. Now he's with the Giants, and with the Giants, he's doing a good job. I think he was in that involved in that um, – I think he was involved in that Odell Beckham Jr. trade. And he's been doing a very good job for, for New York. So I'm very interested to see the way New York puts it together next year. And, hey, this year there were a couple of hiccups away from making a playoff uh, appearance, but they just couldn't hang at the end, and it was Washington that went on. So definitely I think the Giants are a team to watch. Lorenzo, when we talk about the New England, let's go a little bit to New England. And we talked about a, a, a little bit last week. Do you feel like those teams work out? The teams that make the big splash that, like, and New England really doesn't do a lot of this. They, they'll they go out and get one player, maybe two. But right now, they've just been getting a lot of players, and they're getting a lot of players back and, and all this. But do you feel like this formula can work in the NFL, what New England's doing, getting all these, um, getting Hunter Henry, John New Smith, uh, Kendrick Bourne, getting all these like big, not big time players, but very good players spending a lot of money. They're throwing out cash left and right. Do you feel like that formula can work? I think so. But why, why do it now? Why would you do it when Tom Brady was there? <laughs> I think Belichick is out that to say, you know what? I got to prove a point. Right, right. I know exactly where you're going with this. And all of a sudden now they want to spend because uh, they realize. Belichick now, is he in the hot seat? I mean, I know he's not, but <laughs> is he going to win us? Tom Tom Brady's already won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Belichick, is he going to win his other Super Bowl? Is that is this now, you got to realize, who's, who is this on as far as legacy? So you look at Belichick, he's going to fight like hell next year to get in the playoffs. He's going to do whatever. So look for that team to be very, very scrappy, very, very aggressive in free agency and trying to, you know, right the wrong because of what New England was able to do. But I just think it. I think you, you you have the same sentiments. Is AFC's just tough, man? The AFC, man. Uh, especially I'll tell you. if you can't score thirty, if you can't if you can't put up twenty to thirty points a game, you're in trouble in the AFC. I, I can't I can't believe the way the AFC is. They have Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. You have so uh, Josh Allen. You have so many young and talented quarterbacks in this division. But Lorenzo, I got another question about uh, for you, and I'm about to go three for three, Lorenzo. Because uh, before we talk about some loyalty, I, I know where you're going. You about, I want to talk to you about uh, about eBay. eBay, hang is, in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, eBay is the place to go if you love. If you're a sneakerhead, I'm a sneakerhead, Lorenzo. I'm pretty sure you're a sneakerhead. Um, sneakers are just the greatest thing. You want to feel comfortable when you're out and about. Uh, and and eBay, whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the, you can find the exact shoe you're looking for. eBay has authentic, uh, authenticity guarantees. They make sure that their people check. They verify the boxes, the logo, the stitching, dozen of other inspection points. They give you even uh, a guaranteed tag that lets you know this is official. This has been verified, and this is now yours. So it, it's a great feeling when you know that somebody has your back the way eBay does. And for you sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated all selling fees on $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. I'm telling you, you did eBay proud right there because they, <laughs> they are amazing. I mean, 
you, you friggin' people want to make sure that it's about transparency, but they also want to make sure that they're getting a quality product. Anytime she's like, oh my God, you grab something you're like, man, I hope this lasts. eBay, they're ensuring that they're making sure that it's authentic. They're making sure that it's real, can be imitated, can be, can be duplicated. They know what's up. So yeah, definitely go to eBay, get your sneaker fix, get your sneaker fix right away on eBay. So Love it, man. I love it, Fernando. I love that you love eBay because I'm all over it with you, man. So same turn, same you. do. Let's go, baby. Always. <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you one, one your final thought on this. There's been a lot made about Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and I know we're a year removed, but I still think it's a very interesting, and I don't want to call it rivalry, but do you feel like there was some beef between? I mean, you being you've been in the locker rooms before. You you know some of the stuff that happens behind the scenes. Do you feel like there was a little bit of beef when Tom left? Now Tom's won the Super Bowl. Do you feel like Bill Belichick's kind of fuming right now? And he's like, you know what? I have to do. And that's why he's going crazy in free agency because he's he knows that now Tom Brady's won his seventh. And he's kind of sitting there with six. And obviously, Bill Belichick's a, a guaranteed Hall of Famer. But do you think he's kind of sitting there and now he kind of wants to uh, go at it so that he can win a Super Bowl and kind of tie Tom Brady again? Without a doubt, if Belichick doesn't win, if Belichick doesn't win a Super Bowl, Belichick is, I'm, I don't care how you look at it. People can say, oh, it's not a big deal to him. They're lying. They are absolutely 1000%. That is the farthest thing from the truth. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl because Tom Brady left your facility and you no longer have Tom Brady. And if you can't win and show people that you can win without Tom Brady, because Tom Brady, guess what he did? He just went and won without you. He won a Super Bowl without you. And he was a and he was the MVP without you. He took that team and did what everyone knew that Tom Brady could do. He was Tom Brady, yes, and he absolutely, you know, carried that team to the Super Bowl. Think about what he did to those men. Think about how he empowered those guys. So without a doubt, this is, this is, a, this is personal. And you heard Tom Brady's family and dad and everyone talking about, you know, what New England did, what he meant to that, that place. And Belichick, sometimes coaches believe that, they're, they believe that it's about them. It's never, it's, yeah, look, does coaching help? Absolutely. But man, you better make sure you have the talent. And you better make sure you have the right talent. And you better make sure you have the person that's, you know, the person that you're putting that faith in that's going to help you win. You better make sure you're on a good rapport with them. And I'll tell you right now, yes. So yes, is it a rival? No question is a rival. And guess what? <laughs> One for Tom Brady. Tom Brady's winning this battle right now. Man, I'm so, I'm so mad that we don't get to see Tom Brady against, uh, Bill Belichick this next season because it would be so much fun to watch both of them go at each other. Like if there was a game, you know, there'd be a little maybe a, a, a back tap or something, but I would love to see these two go at it next year. It would just be so much fun to see uh, to see those two be able to go at it just because of. Oh, no question. I would. I would be all over it. Fernando, man, you got me so fired up. I would absolutely love to see that, to see those two go at it. That would be a match made in heaven. You know that the fans, the ratings, people would love to see that. And you know who would love it more? Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady would absolutely love it because he knows Bruce Aarons and that team in Tampa Bay, they said, Tommy, tell us what you need to win. And I think it was evident that when you watch the way that this team played, the, uh, the watch the way that the, the see the way the Patriots played, and yep. then you watch the way the Tampa Bay played. Tampa Bay, you saw this year, they paid, they played, and they Tom Brady, whatever he demanded of guys, you saw they would give it to him. 
Man, and you know what's crazy, Lorenzo, is uh, is honestly the – I thought we could possibly see um, – you know what, Lorenzo? I mean, honestly, I just wanted to – I, I just want to see Tom I, – I thought this year that could have been the Super Bowl. I was kind of hoping that would be the Super Bowl because you know what they say, Psycho Tom comes out, and he did at the Super Bowl. He was Psycho Tom. He was Psycho Tom in the playoffs. I would love to see fired up Tom Brady – against Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. That, to me, would be the matchup to really watch. Just the back and forth and everything. I, I, I just think it would be a great Super Bowl. Uh, it, would, it would be absolutely legendary. But I tell you, I, I just want – if it is going to be, I want New England to have the talent to be there because it tell you right now, right now when you just look at Tampa Bay, yeah. they're poised for another run. When you think about the weapons that he's going to have and the demand – got to realize Tom Brady – the demand that he puts on his teammates. I think you've seen that. And, 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 and guys got to see that there's, there's several teams. If Tom Brady was on several teams last year, they would have won a Super Bowl. If he yeah. was on the saints, they would have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. If he was, you know, if you think of barring injuries, if he was on Indianapolis, he, Indianapolis, maybe. Yes. I think, yes. Indian, you know what? That's a great Indianapolis. Maybe San Francisco 49ers. They would have gotten the playoffs without a 100%. Doubt. So, you think about that, and that's the thing that people take, are taking for granted. When you have a quarterback of that magnitude, you're guaranteed at least the playoffs. And, you know, uh, what Tampa Bay is doing right now, I don't know how they're keeping all these guys together. They're li- they're, they have a cap wizard over there. Like, they have, they have Harry Potter doing their cap because, to be honest, I mean, I don't know how they're keeping all these guys, and they're keeping it under the cap. And, I mean, it just goes to show you, Lorenzo, like we've talked about before, what Tom Brady does with taking all these pay cuts, and I know he has – uh, I know that obviously that him and his wife have a lot of money. She's done a great job with her career. He's done a great job in his, but him taking pay cuts has really helped his teams be able to ru- make runs for Super Bowls just because of all the years that he's taken all these pay cuts. That's why Tom Brady and whatever team he's on, they're always there because of that reason. They t- he takes a pay cut and he says, you know what? Pay my guys, get me weapons. Let's do it. Let's go make another run. And guys want to win. That's the thing. Yep. Guys want to win. He's like, look, you go somewhere else. You, you could go somewhere else, but why take chances? <laughs> you're yep. in good hands with, with you're in good hands with 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 Tommy Brady. Yeah, uh, so exactly. I mean, I I love it. I love what they're doing. And man, we uh, I can't wait to to have another show. It's crazy how quick this show goes when you and I, man, we're having a ball, and oh, uh, yeah. I'm loving it. And I'm feeling it, brother. And uh, definitely looking forward to the next show to kind of get into what's that next phase. What for sure this Chargers team is going to do? How competitive are they? Do they do or do you still have them? We'll talk about. Do you still have them as number two team or number three team in the AFC West? We'll definitely break that down. And then once another pieces and once free agency ends, we'll come back and talk about where they're at today. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Looking forward to the to the next episode. One hundred percent, Lorenzo, and and we hope you guys have a great couple of days and be on the lookout because. You never know when another episode like these will, uh, another one of our episodes will jump out. So we appreciate all the love from the fans and, and have a great rest of your guys' week. God bless everyone. All right, brother. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.